and welcome everyone to another week, another episode with my boy Debo, my favorite dog in the world. If you guys have a pup, you'll understand, I'm sure, but this dude is the cutest. I'm right here uh, with him, but that being said, uh, I'm going to talk to you about investing with your mind and not your heart. So not investing with emotion, and I think the media triggers that a lot, and I'm going to just kind of tell you some ways of how to just let it go and taking that on a step-by-step basis to your everyday investments so you guys don't lose money in the long term where you don't sell uh, by panic and you don't buy based on impulse. So that being said, lock yourselves in and first our message from Zencaster. And good morning, good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Weekly Scoop. But first, uh, a thank you to my sponsor, Zencaster. Uh, they've done so much for me, and I think you should create an account with them. Or if you have an account, upgrade to their Pro uh, series. And I say that because they offer the best audio and video quality. You know, 1080p HD, 16-bit um, WAV audio, which I mean, it's just the best and you can have unlimited guests, you know, it's just better than trying to record on like zoom or any other platform that has like video communications involved. Um, it's just really helped me utilize guests and get high quality video to publish on YouTube or Twitch or whatever the case may be. So that being said, you should sign up using my promo code. Go to Zencaster.com slash pricing and enter promo code the weekly scoop one and you'll get 30% off your first three months. So that's Z-E-N-C-A-S-T-R.com and then use promo code the weekly scoop one. That being said, guys, let's get after it. Welcome. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to talk to you about emotional versus logical investing. So, this is kind of a key thing. Um, that being said, um, you know, I just think that investing should be more of a logical thing than an emotional thing. Uh, it shouldn't be about, you know, who's putting their money where, you know, it should be about where you want to put your money or what your aspirations are. And I'm just going to tell you just a few tips to do that because the media wants you to panic and sell and buy and do all these things that aren't beneficial for you. And the media always wants to scare you. And even TikTok influencers and social media influencers, they want to scare you too. Because in the end, if you're scared and you sell, that gives them a better chance of buying at a cheaper price and then getting to hold more, whether it's crypto coins, stocks, you know, you name it. People are gonna are gonna scare you so they can uh, increase their their wealth. Um, so I guess first and foremost, don't listen to the media. Um, whether it's a CNBC or it's um, like 
CNN, CNBC, MSNBC, Mad Money, um, pretty or just like a guy on TikTok, a guy on Instagram, just saying like, you know, the bear market's coming, sell all your Bitcoin, blah, blah, blah. And we take that, you know, I was one of those people that would panic sell um, and I would lose chances to make more money. Because in the end, uh, I didn't have a plan and I didn't execute the plan because I didn't have anything to begin with. So then in turn, I lose. Um, So first and foremost, don't and also don't diversify your portfolio because when you divide too much, you have your hand in too many things, then your mind's too busy and your mind just wants to, you know, ping pong back and forth, back and forth, you know, trying to get as many uh, coins or as many stocks uh, because if one hits, boom, like you think you're going to be rich off of that. But in the end, like if you lose on five stocks or five coins, but then you boom on one, that doesn't mean it's going to, you know, make it's going to increase your portfolio. It could just cancel everything out in a sense where you don't lose money, like in general. And you might as well just go to Vegas if that's your end goal so pick a stock pick a coin and do your research on it you know there's wealthy you know wealthy people use resources and they use insiders they use um trading algorithms i'm sure they use a lot of different things but you can look at a chart and you can look at over the past six months to a year on a stock or a coin and actually determine the growth trajectory And you can determine if it's going to go up or down or when it's going to go up or down. And it's called do your investment research. Um, Also, look at a company's cash flow. You can't do that with crypto, really, but um, you can do that with financial profiles on the stock market. Look at the portfolio. Look at the cash flow. If a company has negative cash flow, they are one iota or just one fuck up away from just absolutely getting obliterated in the market. Do you want to invest in something that has the potential to just absolutely plummet, maybe not go to zero, but plummet and never really catch back up to that same price? I think NEO is is a, is a good example because everybody jumped on the NEO train. And I get that. You know, it's a manufacturer that's going to compete with, you know, Tesla and, you know, it's Chinese based and they're innovative, blah, blah, blah. But I'm going to tell you something. They started out uh, about a year ago. They really took off. Actually, it was more like 2020. Yeah, it was September of 2020. It went on this crazy run, and then it just kept going up and up and up, and everybody started getting in at $50 a share, and it literally started at like 3 or $4 a share. It just kept going up and up and up, and then it goes took, takes a dive from like 50 to 38. It goes up a little bit to 45, takes a dip down to 36, and then it keeps going down to 38, goes back up to 50, and now we're at $23 a share. It's been down this year to date. It's been down 30%. Think about that. Like, that's crazy. 
So let's look at their let's look at their financial portfolio or their financials. Like I said, it doesn't take a genius to know this. You can be in any sector. You can be in healthcare. You can be in just anything not financial. Like I'm in tech sales. I don't know a whole lot about investing, but I can go on a sheet and look up cash flow. So their cash flow is positive in 2020. But in 2019, they were negative $10 million in cash flow. Would you really want to invest in something like that? Now they're up to 823,000 positive cash flow, which is great. But in 2019, they were negative cash flow. And the revenue in 2019 was seven million dollars. Their total revenue in 2021 was 36 million. So they are getting better um, in terms of uh, making more revenue. So I'm not saying it's the play. I'm not saying it's not the play. However, you can't argue that it was a dumb mistake if you invested in Neo. I was actually one of those people. I was dumb. I bought into the trend. I panicked. I sold. You know, I, I, I messed up. You know, I messed up big time. And I'm willing to own up to that. And other people should too. Um, and you also have to think of uh, Neo as a competitor to Tesla, the giant. And now you get Lucid Motors in the United States as an EV company. So my question is, do you really think Neo is going to compete with these guys? Is it going to be a success like Tesla or Lucid Motors? Probably not. Why? Well, look at their background. Look where they are financially. They're located in a communist country. They have positive cash flow for the first time. Their revenue is pretty decent, but you're still only, they're not even touching 100 mil in the revenue department. Where Tesla's revenue is like a billion dollars or billions of dollars. Um, yeah. So, Tesla has, I'm looking at their income statement. Is that millions? Oh, thousands. That's in thousands. They're at $53 billion. That's $53 billion with a B dollars in revenue. And that's revenue. I'm looking at Neo. Where are you, Neo? Oh, so it's also in thousands. So, okay, I was wrong. Neo has over a billion dollars in revenue, but they aren't—they aren't still touching Tesla in terms of being a giant. And will they compete in like five years? Probably not. 
look how many look even Ford is trying to catch up. Chevy's trying to catch up in the EV market. So many competitors are trying to catch up in the market. What makes you think Neo is going to compete even with General Motors? Like, what makes you think that's going to happen? So Tesla has three billion in cash flow. Neo has, and I was incorrect on Neo's cash flow, but it's still like only a few hundred million in cash flow, positive now. They were actually, uh, I believe, like actually billions of dollars in negative cash flow. Tesla has three billion in cash flow. That's just in the bank liquidated. Imagine having three billion in cash. That's that's hard to go bankrupt. It's hard to get screwed over in that sense. Let's look at Amazon. Amazon's really red today, but let's look at Amazon's financials. $469 billion. Um, holy shit. $469 billion in total revenue. Amazon's cash flow. Interesting. Negative $14 billion in cash flow. Why is that? That's unique. They used to be positive. They were 17 in 2018, 21 in 2019, 25 in 2020, and now they're negative $14 billion in cash flow. They are not very liquid right now. So yeah, I wouldn't take my chances on them either. At least right now. For 3000 a share? Nope. That's way overbought. Let's look at... I'm going to look at Google. They have like $250 billion in revenue. Their cash flow, free cash flow, is $67 billion. That's insane. Can never go bankrupt. They could literally get penalized and have to pay a billion dollars. That's like a chunk of change. That's a drop in the bucket for them. That's insane. Apple, 378 total revenue. Free cash flow, $101 billion. That means they they possibly can't go bankrupt at this point. With this amount of cash flow, they would have to make a stupid amount of investments. That's insane. $100 billion. Now, that's a stock I'd invest in, always. That's a goaded stock. Tesla is a goaded stock. Google... Um, not sure about Google, but I think Google is something that um, I think is safe, obviously. Uh, what's another one? Let's look at let's look at Lulu. Let's look at a consumer good. All right. Lulu's up. Lulu's up big right now. Market is pretty much red, though. 
Lulu, $5 billion in revenue. That's that's okay. That's on par. Now look at this cash flow. $1 billion. 2021 was half a billion dollars in cash flow. Was this after the quarter? Yeah, so I guess right now it's a million as of TTM. Holy cow. So they got they got a lot of cash flow. I mean, they're a brand that's going to be very wealthy and all they do is you know, market to the wealthy. So I think that, you know, is something to to consider into your investment strategy. Peloton, four billion in revenue. Cash flow, negative two billion. Ooh, that stings. They've been really struggling. They were positive one year, negative the next year. They were positive in 2020, negative in 2021. Now it's big negative. Jesus. So, wow. I would not invest in Peloton. Jesus Christ. Maybe if you think they're going to go off in the future, but I would not take that risk in that cash flow right now. Let's go with Zoom. Total revenue, about $5 billion. Cash flow, $1.5 billion. It's a good investment for Zoom. I like Zoom because Zoom is the future of communication, I think, in terms of like work and WebEx and stuff like that and video chats. So I, I do like Zoom, uh, whether you like them or not. I think there's a, there's a, there's a big upside with that. Um, so in the end, guys, I mean, I'm just trying to tell you some things to look at, uh, you know, and you can look at, uh, chart metrics and look at chart statistics. And I definitely recommend you look into like RSI, Bollinger Bands and uh, moving averages. Uh, I'm starting to learn those and I would, uh, I would definitely make a course if I could. Uh, I actually might do that later on down the road. Um, but yeah, definitely take that into consideration when you're investing. I know I'm usually a crypto guy, but I definitely wanted to take a look at like stocks today and just kind of explain that to you um, and why you should invest with your mind and not your heart. Um, and I'm going to give you some examples of how markets have crashed or how people have lost money due to emotion. But first, I'm going to talk about one of my great ads, and that is VinoVest. And God, I love VinoVest. I think so. When you speak of, <laughs> you know, investing from the from the mind, you know, and not the not the heart, you know, I think VinoVest is a great great investment for uh, from a mind standpoint. Because did you know that wine, um, in the first quarter of twenty twenty? Now, granted. This is two years later, but the Dow Jones and S&P 500 each fell more than 22%. And then fine wine only saw a drop of 1.4% during the recession. Did you know wine has one-third the volatility of the stock market? 
and has outperformed global equities markets over the past 30 years with 10.6% annualized returns. It's pretty sweet. And, um, you know, stocks, bonds, and mutual funds, they're vulnerable to market forces, but fine wine, uh, it's not, you know, it's, it's a good, and I talk about not diversifying, but I do think investing in wine and, um, tangible assets is a good way to go to. Um, so that's why I love VinoVest. So if you click the, the ad, uh, description, or I'll put the add in my description, uh, the link. So click it. Uh, it's going to be zen.ai slash the weekly scoop. And uh, you'll get a couple months of fee-free investing from VinoVest. So hop on that as soon as possible. Highly recommend it. Um, that being said, let's get back to it. So there's a couple moments in history where emotions drove people to market crashes. And I'm going to say it because the dot-com bubble was one of them. You know, that was back in when Bill Clinton was president. Um, I don't want to mess up the years. That was in 2000 and... Oh, 1995. Sorry. I thought it was 2000, but 1995. So that's when Web 1 first took off and everyone everyone was diving in venture capital firms investors politicians like everyone was getting into these stocks of technology companies and i think the media went too far into spreading like propaganda about you know startup companies with the internet um in terms of like there was no business plan. There was no product or track record of profits for companies to go public. It was all speculation. And people were just like riding this wave of hype. And they didn't have as much knowledge of these investments. Um, and look where it got them. It got them, you know, to this big recession. And some people actually went bankrupt because they put their life savings into it. Um, another one is the big short. I know it's a movie, but it was about the housing crash. I believe that was 2008. That was where people were high and mighty on these. Now there was corruption with this too, but people were high and mighty on these, on these bonds and real estate. And there was a little insider info pretty much of like all these lenders that all these bonds are bullshit where people were selling like triple A. They said they were triple A rated, but really they were like, B, B rated, you know, and just shit bonds. Um, and they didn't have a leg to stand on and it crashed and people fell for it, you know? And then another thing right now is, is people are, are so bullish on just random hype things. And Wall I think because of the wall street bets movement, people just go in blind now. And they follow these like discord channels and stuff that are going to get them rich quick, but they don't do any sort of strategizing on their own. And they don't do any investing on their own. And you got to take the time to, to do your research. Like it's important. Um, like you just, you got to do your research. And then like people are doing the same thing with like NFTs 
and and cryptocurrency and stuff like that where people are just using their emotions where i think it's great to have passions for stuff but in the end you're gonna get burned if you don't think logically with some of these projects like some nft projects are scams like i hate to break it to you but if it doesn't have a white page it may sound great at first but if there's no like white pages on it, then there's no documentation. If there's no documentation, how can it actually like be legit? Like you can't just like you can create an NFT and just sell it. I I did that actually. I, I made an NFT. It was like a Wall Street, excuse me. It was like a Wall Street's a Wall Street bets like um, portrait thing that I made on my iPad, and it was like super shitty. But someone bought it. Um, I was just kind of getting the hang of NFTs, but like I minted it and I didn't have a following or a white page or anything else. And you, and people can do that, but there's no value to it. And that's where this NFT bubble comes into play too. Um, so it's just like a kind of a bubble market right now. I think people are just not doing the research that they should. And like with NFTs, you got to use rarity tools and then you got to go on their discord channel and their Twitter and then their website, find their white pages, make sure it's legit um, of an NFT. Uh, another thing, you know, when you're looking at a, at a, at a coin to invest in for crypto, you know, Doge, I think was the last of the meme coins. And I think Shiba Inu tried to take off, but it's not going to. You know, I think if Shiba hits one cent, it's going to be like five to 10 years from now. I hope it does hit one cent. I really do. Because if it does, I'll like have, I'll, I'll, I'll make like literally 10 grand, I think, off of that. So yeah, I wanted to hit that, but I'm just not going to say it's going to go from 0. 0.000. Let's see, I think 0. 0.0003. So I said four zeros and then a three. So that's tenths, hundredths, thousandths, ten thousandths, hundred thousandths. So that's five hundred thousandth of a dollar. And we're trying to get to ten thousandth or like ten hundredth of a dollar. You know how hard that is? That's very hard. It doesn't just come out from the sky, you know? Um, So just do your research on that. You know, look at market cap for coins. You know, if it's over a billion, it's going to be tough to to hit, you know, like even like $10 a coin. Like that's hard. Like even crypto.com has like billions of dollars in market cap. And it's still like, I think it's, I think it's like 50 cents per coin. So, but that's more of a utility thing. (laughs) You know, crypto.com is here for the long run um sheba was more of a meme that was for the short run but if you got a little bit of money into it i'm not gonna i'm not gonna hate i got a little bit of money into it too but go for value go for utility go for things that actually matter and i promise you you won't be disappointed so guys uh i'm gonna head I'm going to log off. I'm going to get this edited real quick and published, but I appreciate your time. Keep winning the life. Follow me on TikTok, CryptoCube, Instagram, CryptoCube Official, uh, Telegram, CryptoCube Official. Uh, pick my brain, ask me questions. 
Uh, that being said, go out, have a great day, and keep winning the life.